Support for this podcast comes from Home Depot Pro Trades. At the Home Depot Pro Trades, our job is helping you do yours. Powered by HD Supply, we are uniquely positioned to help drive your business through unrivaled access to professional-grade plumbing, electrical, and HVAC products, and innovative business solutions such as our StockWise Inventory Management Program, fully customizable to meet your needs and improve productivity. Our national network of distribution centers and more than 2,200 store locations provide national reach with a local focus, giving unmatched convenience and product availability. We power pros to do more. Welcome to the Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath, formerly Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. As a reminder, all episodes of The Successful Contractor are available on YouTube, as well as your podcast player of choice. And for more information on how CertainPath can put your contracting company on a certain path to success, visit our website, www.mycertainpath.com. I'm excited to bring to you an interview with Penny Austad, owner of Crum Exteriors, Kangaroo, in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Penny's been very busy this last year plus. She bought the business from its founders in October of 2021, and in her first full year as owner, she led the team to some tremendous success. Sales jumped from $3 million to $10 million. Now, a lot of that was aided by several storms, but the team rallied together to make the very best of those opportunities. Penny's also been busy looking for ways to augment the company's culture. She does a great job by managing performance by placing an emphasis on one-on-ones, as you'll hear. This is just the beginning of this new era of Crum Exteriors Kangaroo. Penny has sights on hitting $10 million in retail sales within the next 10 years, and she believes her team can do it. I do too. She places an emphasis on what's best for the team and for their customers. So without further ado, here's Penny Austad, owner of Crum Exteriors Kangaroo in New Richmond, Wisconsin. I hope you enjoy our conversation and take away a nugget or two. Penny, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to this. Thanks for having me. For anyone who hasn't had the pleasure of meeting you at an event or training, can you share with uh, everyone your name, your company name, and where you guys are located? So I am Penny Austad, and our company name is Crum Exteriors and Kangaroo, mm-hmm. and we are located in New Richmond, Wisconsin. And I was just looking, that's close, it's, it's pretty much like a Minneapolis suburb almost, right? It's yeah, close. we're closer to St. Paul, Saint so Paul. Minneapolis, okay. Minneapolis is on the other side, but yeah, we're we're right there on the border. Okay, very good. And you guys service in Minnesota and Wisconsin, like how far yeah. is your service area? We go about an hour from our office. Okay. it's We live in a pretty rural area, mm-hmm. so... Very good. And and we're talking for a very good reason. You guys are just having a fantastic year. Yeah. A little weather aided, but still a fantastic year. You said yeah. you're hoping to do what by the end of the year? Um, at this point, if they keep going the way they're going, we'll be at ten million. Wow. And last and and you were said you had a couple storms, but even before that, retail was doing really well too. Yeah, right? we were like, on track to about five million retail. Yeah, that's that's sensational. And the year before, what were you doing? We're at like three and a half. So big growth. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. You're probably tired. <laughs> that's great. Well, no, congratulations on the success. And I look Thanks. forward to digging in uh, to how that's happened. Uh, before we do that, a big part of the show, I love learning people's stories and, and how they got to where they are. Uh, you started as an employee for Cromer in 2015. Yep. 
Yeah, 2015. And, and we'll talk about you buying a company. But before that, what were you doing before? Oh, what were, what's your background? So my background really was in accounting, uh-huh. in different car dealers. I was actually in the car business for about 10 years. Okay. And then I had gone and worked at uh, an egg dealership. So a John Deere dealership. Oh, okay. And so we had 10, lo- they had 10 locations at the time. And so I was the assistant accounting manager for all 10 locations. Mm-hmm. And then I had, I had gotten sick uh, with some health, with some health issues that made it. So I had, I really couldn't work for about a year. Oh, and uh, I decided to go back and finish my bachelor's degree finally. Really? And then I talked to Mike called me and I'd kind of known Mike through some different groups that we were in and motorcycle okay. riding and stuff. Oh, so, is that right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And so then 2015, he just asked if I would help him come and help him grow his business. So that was it. He said, let's help me grow the business, right? Okay. Yeah. And where was the business at that point? It was still in nourishment, but it was in his basement. Okay. Wow. All right. And and how, was it pretty small? Was it less than a million dollars or where was it? Yeah. They, they would hover between 800 and a million. Okay. And, and there was two. So it was... Mike and Cheryl were, yep. two, were the owners, and then two installers. Okay, wow, that was it. And then you. So what? Uh, <laughs> what did you? What did you think of this? Like, what were some of the things you're like? Oh man, we need to change this or that right away. Getting a new CRM. Okay. That was a huge thing. It was. They were estimating on Excel spreadsheets. Um, they were, you know, a CRM that, and that was double entry into QuickBooks. And it was just, it was a lot of extra work that had to be done just to, to get things done. And yeah. What do you guys use now? So we use Acculinks. Okay. Very good. So, and, so that was a big thing. Yeah. Efficiency. Yes. And see, so you guys joined us in, well, it was like, I had two different numbers in our database. Like 2008, like maybe he joined for a bit and then left and then what came back in 2017. That's exactly it. Uh, but I believe it was 2016. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's so. Yeah. I'm not going to written that down. So what was the, re- so you were there then when they just yep. joined back. Yeah. What was the rationale? Just wanted to, in, you know, different processes, wanted some outside input. What was the Yeah, rationale? it was, you know, I was building processes and it was just taking a lot of time. And he had just said, you know, when they were in RSI before that, you know, they really had, it was kind of a plug and play system. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> let's go back, you know, and, and they kept calling me about profit day, you know, and, oh, and yeah. Mike kept transferring them to me and I'm like, no, we're not interested. We're not interested. And then finally I'm like, Mike, I don't know. What do you want me to tell him? <laughs> so he went and then he signed back up. Is there, did you go or was it? I did not go. Okay. It was just uh, Mike and Cheryl that went. Okay. And, yeah. So, so then you, did you go to executive perspective then or? I did, did? probably about a year after we joined, okay. maybe even two. Okay. So then you were like, oh, I see all these resources and stuff. Do you remember yeah. what are some things you guys are like, oh, we need to put this in place. I mean, you had CRM, right? Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of other things that, that could, it could touch the business. So what are some things you might, might've done? Well, just the pricing. Oh, okay. You, need to you know, when I started, they just said, yeah, a third, a third and a third. So it was like a third profit and, and we get to RSI and, you know, I mean, 66% or it would have been a 33% gross margin. And then we get, I get the budget, you know, estimated budget Definitely from not, EP. Yeah. And I'm like, we're not following this. Yeah. And so we, 
we started really working on that. And Very good on repairs and replacement pricing. Yes. How much repair do you guys do? Is it mostly replacement or do you still do a lot of repair work? Well, we just actually started a repair division Great. about three years ago. Okay. And, you know, part of what it was, was we had some employees that wanted to do this and that. And so we tried, you know, tried to model it to buy, buy that. And I'm like, that's, this is it. We're just going to go full-fledged RSI model and not try and make anybody, you know, make it work for anybody else. You yeah. know, like this is what we have to do. And sure. um, our tech, I think he's already at like 140,000. And Good. and so we had the storms because he's not an actual, he he does a lot. So he does our, our repairs. He does our field supervising. We have five five in-house crews so gutters siding okay and window and doors and then he manages our two roofing crews so are the roofing crews actual employees too they're they not are not they're not their subs yeah, yeah yeah sure yeah. yeah so he's got a lot of different hats he's so got. he has a lot of different hats so when the storm came we just had to really shut off the repairs oh well that makes sense that yeah makes sense. so very whatever good. we get now is just really an organic okay very good all right so so uh pricing needed to be revamped you know? yes how about value? You guys had a good look down. You know, if you're going to charge more, you got to kind of look at have the warranties and guarantees. Did those need yep. to be changed? Yep. So we went to company uniforms yep. and no jeans. Mm -hmm. That's a big change. That was a big change. Yeah. Wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't exactly welcome, but now it's, it's like second nature, yeah. you know? Very good. What, what are some other things? I mean, how, how you answer the phone? I mean, did you get yep. someone else to answer? Were you no longer answering the phone? I mean, yep. you guys sent a pretty tight crew there at first. Yeah, so. we had a really tight crew. Uh, we did, well, because we had a storm in 2017. Mm -hmm. And so we hired somebody to answer the phones. Because at that point, um, Cheryl and I were doing the answering phones and accounting. And then yeah. I was doing all the production and marketing oh, and, goodness. you know, helping with HR, hiring, you know, I was doing all of that. So yep. we wound up hiring somebody to do that. Um, and then we just grew. Then we hired a production manager. And, okay. That and was the next step. Production of, manager. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause everyone wants to know how is the right way to, to layer levels of management and stuff like that. So and I, tell, I always say it's, this depends on your situation. Who's, what do you like to do? What, if you don't like something, you're not good at it, hire for that. So for yeah. you guys, that, that was a, what a production manager was the next step. Yeah, just to get it off my plate because yeah. I had I had too many hats. Lots of lots on your plate. So yeah. what are some other things, uh, you know, positions that have grown in the company in terms of, you know, management, leadership? And you have sales manager. So or? we have a sales manager and we have an accounting and HR manager mm -hmm. and then our production manager. Okay, very good. Yeah. And you serve the role as general manager. Yes. That's great. And then you took over officially uh, just last year. You bought you bought Mike out. What yeah. was that? So how did that end up coming about? You know, it was December of 2020, and oh. they had gone and talked to somebody about what their business was worth and kind of the next steps. And, you know, they had just said to me, hey, you know, we're thinking about selling. And we had actually even talked to I had gotten numbers and stuff together for another RSI company that had maybe thought about buying him, you know, yeah. a, about a year or two back. Yeah. And, um, and he just said, what did you think? You know, what do you think about yeah. buying it? And I'm like, well, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? So you really had not entertained it. I before. never had entertained it. And so I just pretty much just said, okay, I prayed and I just said, okay, God, if, if this is meant to be, I'm just going to, I'm, I just want, 
I just knew that I just had to go the next step. And if the next step was a yes, then I had to go the next step. And yeah. then the next step, a yes, because I'm very good about, you know, kind of getting, getting everything in my head, but yeah. every, every step was kind of, yep, yep, yep. That's interesting. So. So you told Mike, yep, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did that, how did the team respond? Was it a surprise or? or it, well, we kept it very low key. Yeah. Uh, nobody knew. Um, so my brother actually works for, oh, okay. for Crumb and he did then. I had gotten him hired. That was one of the first things we did. My brother is very talented when it comes to installation and, okay. and he's very efficient. So it was one of the first things I told them to do was yeah. to, to hire him. And so when, you know, I didn't even tell him. Is that right? Yeah. So how did you officially finally tell everybody? Was it like a big a, company A meeting? big company meeting. Yeah. yeah. And Mike gave his, uh, Mike and Cheryl just gave a really nice speech and and then, you know, I did another speech after that. Yeah. Just did anyone talk to you afterwards? Was they like, "Hey, we like you. You're part of the culture and everything." And it was just like, "We're just going to keep moving on and doing what we're doing." No. No. <laughs> there were some more challenges. Okay. There were some challenges. You know, um, it was just you know because it was such a shock. Yeah. And. You know, it was October 1st and we're in Wisconsin. So we were heading into winter and yeah. people were just like, well, are they going to have enough money? Are they, you know, to head to, because you you really have to finance it through the winter yeah. from what you make all summer. Sure. And, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it was just reassuring them that their paycheck was, they were going to get their paychecks. Yeah. They were, you know, um, this is a good thing, you right. know. Just that kind of thing. Yeah, and just set their minds at, at ease, right? Because change can be scary. So. It is. Yeah, it can be very scary. And yeah. in a small company, it's, it's, you know, when it's your livelihood. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, that's something that we just took very seriously mm -hmm. that, you know, just try and help them through that. Were there certain things that when, yeah. you, when you took ownership, you're like, okay, I, I, these are things I wanted to do, but, you know, maybe I didn't agree with it or something. Were, were there some little changes at that point that you thought needed to be made? Yeah. What, what, what were some of those things? Well, one of them was our Christmas party. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I wanted it to be more fun. Yeah. So hired a DJ and we had some Menards rebates and stuff. And, and so we just went and bought a bunch of gifts and prizes. And then we, so at the Christmas party, we played games and they could win prizes. And then we had something for everybody to go home with. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, just the, those kind of little things for culture. Sure. Um, I wanted to give back to the community. So any kind of sponsorship thing really that came about, we would sponsor. You, you sponsor that. Do you, did yeah. you go looking for it or did you ask the team to give you recommendations or how that kind of come about? So there is just kind of, so there's one thing that um, one of our guys was helping plan. It's called Wheels and Wings. Okay. It's a little local like show that they just put on a little air show at, at a local airport in Osceola. And he, he was helping plan it. Uh -huh. And so he was just like, well, you guys want to sponsor? I go, well, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm helping plan it. I said, of course we're going to sponsor, yeah. you know, and it was more, and we got a booth and all of that stuff and it was great. But you know, just the biggest thing is if our, if our team is out there supporting the community, we want to support them. Yeah, for sure. What are some other things that, that, that maybe you've tweaked in terms of 
communication with the team or culture building? Do you guys get together more often? Or Yep. So yeah. we did a tubing in February. Did you really? Yeah. So there's tubing. snow tubing. Oh, I was going to say snow tubing. tubing in February. I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't it frozen? <laughs> yeah. So snow tubing. Okay. Snow tubing. And so my mom made, you know, some soup. I made some chili and we just had it all at the place and just... Yeah. Yeah, just did that for a few hours. And we were going to do a canoe trip down the St. Croix River, but yeah. it just, time got away from us and, yeah. and now it's getting cold. So, right, right. But we'll do something again this winter. Our goal is to do it every quarter. That's great. I was just, mm -hmm. you've only been in charge for a year. So, I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> okay. You've already done a couple things. That's neat, though. And I, and I guess I always felt like, you know, because we do stuff on at Certain Path SGI, and everyone's just, gets together you know afterwards there's just a better vibe you know yeah. everyone, everyone gets along a little better you're you're interacting with other other departments you don't typically interact with and so it just you feel a little more tight-knit so yeah that stuff goes a long way yeah you, even the ahead. simple things like just hey i appreciate you yeah hey that's awesome you just you hit a million dollars that's fantastic you yeah. know um just stuff like that, you know, happy anniversary, yeah. you know, just the, the little things like that. Mm -hmm. That's Lunches right. here and there. Oh, we started grilling out Fridays. One of the salespeople had said, can we start grilling out on Fridays? I'm like, sure. And I had a Menards, <laughs> you know, like the 3% back. Yeah. And I go, is this enough to get a grill? Yep. I can do that. And so we went and got the grill. And that's so great. we've been grilling out Fridays. Yeah, I mean, and that's right. you know, and he said, he asked and he said, yeah, yeah we'll, do it yeah. it's a good idea why not yeah that's really neat that's really neat um that's interesting so what what are, what are any other big things and shifts in the last year because i mean you've grown tremendously yeah you know, and you said that you're getting the, the, the margins you want even with the insurance work yeah how about finding people like where are you finding all this extra these extra employees or, else? or is everyone just doing I'm it telling you like we have this, got stuck in my glasses <laughs> I, we have been so blessed that people have been coming and saying that they want to come work. For Is that us. right? Yes. Is it just from some referrals? Yeah. Some yeah. referrals, like um, so. Well, actually, we, I think we have three three employees right now that we're paying out our referral bonuses to. We offered a two thousand dollar referral bonus. Okay. So if the employee refers them, they get they get a two thousand dollars. Wow. For for how long do they have to be there? Is six months. Six months. Okay. That's great. Yeah, a thousand at third or at ninety days and a thousand at six months. Wow. So that's great. And, and uh, so, how many? How many sales? Let's go break down. So how many salespeople do you have? Currently, we have four. Four salespeople. Um, we had five. Okay. You know that happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we really do need five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how about technicians? Like you get the one gentleman that's doing kind of repair work, right? And he's yeah. running the other departments. Yeah. And production. So, oh, go ahead. Um. Yeah, so I, we we have a total of about 20, 25 employees okay. full time, and then two that run part time. Somebody that runs trailers when we're really busy or trips oh, wow. to the supplier, and then um, I have somebody that just does our graphic design on the. On Is the that site. right? Oh, yeah. that's fun. So let's see: production manager, office manager. What what's your management team? Who's everybody in the, the management team? So we have Tim, who is our sales manager. sales manager. He just came to us in April, and okay. he's just been doing phenomenal. He took over sales manager uh, July 1st, just doing phenomenal. The team's just, it's a great culture down there. What was his background? Sales. Like in roofing sales or a different no, industry? No, CBD oils. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> how, did he get, how did you get a CBD oil sales guy to come into roofing? 
a referral from is that an employee. Right? I'll yeah. be darned. But he he does have a background in construction uh-huh. and and so he he's built decks and quite a few decks and then he does a lot of really great woodworking. He's built like cribbage boards yeah. and really great woodworking stuff. So he he's he knows a bit about the construction industry. Yeah, but I mean but in terms of sales, he maybe offered new perspective to as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you got a sales manager production manager with yep. what else is your management team so Rourke is our production manager uh-huh. he um you know he's been great he he he's never dealt with a storm like this and oh, and bet. so but he's very meticulous on getting things done so okay. um you know and then Brian is our accounting HR manager mm-hmm. um so Rourke was there when Mike Mike and Cheryl were there but Brian came in I was quite it's just a silly story, but I was on a date uh, <laughs> at a coffee shop yeah. and grandma Shar came in. So she is, uh, her other son, Bryce was in my, my wedding back in to my ex-husband many, many years ago. And I've been friends with him for a long time. And, uh, so, and she's taught my kids and stuff, uh-huh. you know, she substitute teaches. She's 84. Can't stop teaching. Uh. Just such a riot. Yeah. And so I was talking to her a little bit and she was talking about hail damage at her house. And I'm like, well, have us come out. And I go, you know, if you know anybody, cause she knows a lot of the younger men, you know, like kids that are just getting out of high school. Cause she's taught them. Sure. And so I really just said, you know, do you know anybody that needs a job? Yeah. You know, send them to me. And she goes, well, do you need an accounting person? And I go, well, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> and so Brian is actually comes from the West Coast. He moved back uh, to help his mom around the house oh, and stuff. Nice. Uh, but he's global. He's done accounting for global companies, publicly traded companies. Wow. So and he is really an asset to the team. That's neat. That's neat. Yeah. Support for this podcast comes from Goodman. Since 1982, Goodman Manufacturing is focused on the goal of producing energy-efficient, high-quality HVAC equipment that is easy to sell, install, and maintain. Goodman's continuous efforts have contributed to the success of HVAC dealers like you across towns and big cities throughout the country. Goodman produces a complete line of refreshingly affordable ducted split systems and packaged units. The company's current product line is supported by numerous technology enhancements, many exclusive to the Goodman brand. It's no wonder millions of homeowners say, thank goodness for Goodman. Now, do you guys meet uh, every week? Yeah, or every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. What's the format of that meeting? Like to discuss KPIs and production schedules or what people? So what? I have one-on-ones with them. That's wonderful. That we do that. So the agenda is, what are your wins for the week? That's the first question. Great. And we go around the table. What are your struggles from the week? And is there anything that the management team can help you with? Yeah. And then we go into, you know, is there anything that we need to know? Yeah. And then I get into the numbers. Like this is where we're year to date with sales. This is where we are month to date. Here's where we are year to date with installation. Here's yeah. where we are month to date. This is our budget. Yeah. You know. And so I do that closing percentages, labor percentages. That's great. Keeping an eye on those numbers. That yeah. That's, that's everything, right? Yeah. People in the numbers. Yeah. Uh, what do your one on ones look like? So how frequently are you doing those? Once a week. Once a week. So when do you just find time in the morning or just nope? They're scheduled. In? No, yeah. they're scheduled. They're on the calendar. Yeah. They we meet 
like this is the time that we decided was a good time to meet yeah. and we don't switch it. Okay. I, like very, not very often do we switch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, what, what's the format? Like, what do you, what are there just similar questions you ask every time? Or? Same things like yeah. what, what do you need? You know, is there, where are we at? Mm -hmm. You know, like with production, I'll talk to them and say, you know, we have this many roofs right now. We yeah. have really eight weeks left of roofing. So we need to do 10 roofs a week. So what do we need to do to get it done? Okay. Um, what do you need help with? Yeah. What can, you know, what can I do? What can I help with? Um, we actually just had our sales coordinator because we had two sales coordinators. Okay. And so we actually moved the one to being a production coordinator to help okay. them out because yeah. that was really helpful. And, sure. You know, just things like, I think we need to be three weeks out. I think we'll have less issues and, yeah. you know, just stuff like that. Where are we, you know, where are we at with these jobs? And that's, fan that's fantastic. And, and do you, do your managers do those with their people? The one-on-ones? Mm -hmm. Yep. Great. When do you just, again, just schedule it? Is yep. it in the morning thing or you just find time? It's on the calendar. It's just on the calendar. And it's the same every week. It's... When did you uh, implement that? I actually implemented it when I was the general manager at, with Crumb. Okay. Yeah. You saw the benefit of that right away. Yeah. So I know that's something we talk about a lot and it's a shift, you know? Yeah. Oh, how do I find time to do that? Well, it's, it means a lot because you get to figure out what's going on with your yeah. people, right? Well, you know, and it's kind of funny for a little while there, I was, I just wasn't really, I was so bombarded with stuff sure. trying to get all the new paperwork in and the, all of that done. And I was just so bombarded. I was just kind of letting them go by the wayside and canceling them. Yeah. Then I found out the managers were actually upset that I canceled them. Oh, so wow. I'm like, yep, now they're just, they're a priority. Yeah. It's for both of us. They cool. go through anything that they need help with. And yeah. That's great. And they're mm -hmm. all, they, you feel like they're always constructive. Yes. That's fantastic. Even though it's a weekly thing, they still, yeah. I guess you know what's going on with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Well, you know, in roofing, things come up. I mean, just in construction in general, yeah. like you have a hundred things come up in a day, right. let alone, you sure. know, so stuff sure. comes up and a lot of stuff comes up in a week. That's interesting. Um, how about training? What's training look like at Crumb? Who, who handles it? Do you have any, a sales manager i'm sure he's, he's working with that team uh -oh. that, that's that's where we that's our next step that's the next step we need <laughs> yeah, a work tra on that. training hasn't always been yeah you know um i've generally because i've done every job sure um, outside of sales i i generally have trained everybody mm -hmm. to you know i train the csrs i've trained the accounting person hr yeah um, and so it's really getting that training plan set in place getting getting a, a something for the guys out in the field, yeah. you know, um, we, we do, we did get them vinyl siding Institute, vinyl siding certified. So okay. through the vinyl siding Institute. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do that kind of training and, and we do certain videos from RSI or a certain, certain path. path. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. But it, it really does. We, we need to develop a plan. That's, that's a good winter project for us. And that's one of the top priorities that we'll have this year. Okay. So let's talk about these storms. So when there's been what, two, three storms? Three, so we had two of them within 10 days of each other in wow. May. In May. And hail so, storms or turn, hail, hail, yeah, hail and, well the one up north was hail and wind. Uh -huh. And then the one down in like the Hudson area, which was south. So they were on opposite ends of our right. coverage area too. What 10 days later was hail. And yeah. then now we just had another one come through um, just before last week. Oh goodness. Another hailstorm. Yeah. 
That's interesting. That's that was three inch hail. Wow. So, so you've been just nonstop mm -hmm. and with, I mean, you've suddenly you've added a few people, but it's hard to add enough people right away. So is everyone just working extra time and putting it in, taking yeah. advantage of it? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. So how, how do you, so is it, are you doing door knocking or is it just all the calls are coming in? People just call us. Is that right? Yeah. We, yeah. we have not done one door knock. Okay. And it's, and it's the sales guys are always the ones that go out first and they, and so how many, how many calls are they Usually, going uh, so the first, the first storm they were out, they were doing like 15, 20 inspections. Yeah. You know, cause it was just time for, at that point it was just getting to meet with adjusters and getting the paperwork together. And right. so, but they've really had to scale back cause it, they were exhausted. Oh yeah. And uh, so I just kind of, if we didn't get as much from this river fall storm, I was okay. just like, it's okay. You want to burn them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was telling you earlier, I had a, a conversation with someone about making sure to get, make the money you need to on these insurance jobs. Mm -hmm. So what's your secret to get the right margin? I mean, how are you able to insure it? Because some people struggle with it. Well, we send in our estimate. Uh -huh. You know, we do our estimate like it would be a retail job mm -hmm. and we send it in and they come back. Well, some of them, you know, they've just dealt with us plenty of times and they know that we're not trying to price gouge them. And so we do, we are trusted within yeah. some of the insurance companies, but otherwise we'll just send in the estimate. Sometimes they'll be like, well, why is it this much? You know, so-and-so and, you know, and a lot of times we get per bid coming back, mm -hmm. you know, um, other ones are a little bit more of a struggle. You have to give them line item pricing, which okay. we don't generally do, but then, you know, we just say, well, the customer wants us to do their work. This yeah. is what it's going to cost to do the work. Yeah. So do you want the customer telling, you know, do you want to go back and tell the customer, you know, like, right. so they, Josie's really good. She's our top, you know, she's been our top salesperson many years. I'm sure you've probably, a lot of people have seen her go over on, she's been a crown champion yeah. every year. Yeah. So, um, She's really good with them. She's really good at talking to them and developing that relationship with them. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how about what what differentiates you guys from competitors when someone calls you out? You know, like how do you feel like people call Kangaroo? You know, to to you guys are the ones I want to go with. I don't want to get a couple roofers to talk to. You know, feel them out. And they're like, oh, these guys are, are hands down the best. What do you think differentiates yourself? Well, just the value that we provide. Yeah. You know. Um, we do the 10 year workmanship warranty. Mm -hmm. We have, well, part of what we implemented this year was hoppy bags. Oh, what, what's that now? So it's like thank you gifts. So after the job's done, if they've done, I mean, we have a certain limit on it. I think it's like 5,000, but anybody that did over 5,000 gets this bag. Yeah. And it, it's a lunch cooler with our logo on it, and they get a cup and a tape measure and a couple pens and then a a kangaroo stress ball. <laughs> that's funny. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So that's just a nice little so, way that, and people, yeah. Are like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you been referrals? Have you noticed more referrals? We do. Re yeah. A lot of referrals. We, you know, we have a 4.8 Google rating. I, I was going to say, you got a ton of reviews. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. How, do you, how are you generating those? Are the salespeople asking for those or do you just have Paul a Sam. Paul Sam? So yeah. Paul Sam and AccuLinks work together right. when it comes to the initial appointment. So mm -hmm. Paul Sam automatically sends it out after the initial appointment. Right. 
and very interesting. So, yeah. so what's been the key to, to managing all this, these calls, like for, for people, what's the best, I mean, is there, is there, is just doing it and, and, you know, and I think it's just doing it, having you know, a good team. I think it's really, to me, my biggest focus is you take care of the customers and you take care of the team. Mm -hmm. And I, my focus is not money. It's the team and it's customers. I figure the money will come. Yeah. If you're taking care of those two things. And so those are my, my biggest focus. And so anytime something comes up and there's like a little tiff or, you know, well, I mean, even with a great culture, there's little, well, oh, they want it? me to do this and I don't want to do that. And I'm like, what does the customer need? You yeah. know, so just trying to get customer focused. That's interesting. I mean, so people, there's always going to be little issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm always intrigued though. So you had this huge year and obviously you were doing well before the storms hit it, but, but that sure put in a super drop. How do you plan for next year? I mean, you can't really plan for a storm, can you? When you're budgeting and right. trying to figure out what your manpower needs are going to be for the next year. So how do you, how do you approach that? Well, luckily, you know, so for next year, we're fine. Cause I'm, we have all this storm work built up, right? Yeah. So for installation wise, we, we will stay busy because we, we can't get it all installed this okay. year. Yeah. Um, winter's coming. Yeah. You know? So is it really to shut down in Wisconsin for roofing a couple, does yeah, for a couple months, but we can do cold. siding. Okay. Roofing and gutters shut down, but yeah. we can do siding windows doors, but you know, a lot of the other stuff does shut down. Do your salespeople sell all that too? Mm -hmm. They sell all that. That's yep. great. That's great. Yep. So it keeps, it keeps them busy at least through that, that period of time. Yeah. And those departments I'm sure are pretty busy throughout the year, right? Yes. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. Well, that's great. I mean, you guys have, have been doing something. So how about advertising? I got to ask about advertising. Have you really needed to do much of anything? I mean, you so, keep your name out there. Yeah. You know, we've kept up with our branding, like with our TV commercials and our okay, radio commercials. Yeah. yeah, the brand guys do oh, all that right. for You're us. The brand yeah. guys, yes. Yeah. So yeah. they do all that for us. Um, we've added some YouTube and Facebook pre-roll stuff. So yeah. we do that a little bit. But, you know, like I shut off all home advisor leads. Right. You know, we don't need them. Yeah. But I still do a mailer. And, oh. you know, in fact, I just signed up for another mailer that goes straight to the the hail, you know, the places sure. that were damaged by hail. Yeah. So, you know, I still do a couple of those, but yeah, I don't do near as much. No, well, sure. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so how much TV and radio are you doing? I mean, is it pretty consistent or yep. what, and what's your message? What do they, what do they, they develop for you? Oh gosh. They do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like clock is ticking. So there's one that's coming up that the clock's ticking, winter's coming, you know? Oh yeah. Um, you know, they do our help wanted one. Is that right? Yeah. She does. Uh, Monica does really great with that. Um, gosh, I don't even know. Yeah. They manage it. Completely. Yeah. That's neat. That's nice. So what, what, how about what TV stations are you? Don't, don't, not sure. <laughs> if it was news. Yeah. You, you just trust them. Like, Hey, that's the best money I spent. <laughs> no, I get people tell us, Oh, I saw you on TV. So yeah. I'm like, and maybe I should know a little bit more, but it seems to be working. Yeah. You know, the branding is out there. Right. You know, I'll see on like word of mouth pages and they'll be just like, I'm looking for, a, a, I saw one, it was like, I'm looking for a recommendation on a roofer. I see that kangaroo 
place running around is, are they any good? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that is one thing. The brand is a very recognizable brand. It's hard yeah. to forget a kangaroo on the side of a truck. It is. It is. <laughs> That's neat. And you know, we do fun things too. We'll do like the local parades and. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I guess wrapping up, what what do you think are the goals are for the business the next I mean, here you are, you're, you're brand new in, in, the, in the leadership role of it. Next three, five, 10 years, do you have something in mind for it? Yeah, well, you know, our, I kept, you know, telling the team, like I wanted to be a $10 million retail company in 10 years. Okay. Um, we need to find a building. We're so over packed in the space that exactly. we're in. Yeah. I, and we're in two different spaces, our warehouses um, out, at another place than our office. Oh, okay. And so we need to, that's one of the big keys goals that we have moving forward is to get a, a building that's in one place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, budgeting for sales, I, my plan is to budget for 5 million. We were on track to do that this year retail. Yeah. I don't see why we can't do it next year retail. So, you know, budgeting the people for that. And yeah. Looking for more salespeople. What you know, what are some positions you know you need to add in the next year? A salesperson and a repair tech. A repair tech. A, a valid, you know, like one re just that's all he does. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. really good margins in that one. <laughs> that's great. Very much. Is there any other things you have in your strategic plan for the next year or so? For the next year, um, I honestly, I haven't really had a ton of time to sit down and yeah. look at it. Yeah. That was, that's coming up this month to be able to really sit down and look at it. Sure. Um, we were doing so quarterly meetings, right? To, we do our right. quarterly strategic meetings. And so I have to just go back through the SWOT analysis that we had at, that's great. at the last you do the one whole process. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. Is it just with your, your management team or with everybody? Management team. Management team. But then we would have, you know, our goal is to have quarterly meetings. We just have, again, got just bombarded with yeah. stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, quarterly meetings, all staff quarterly meetings. The last one was in May. So okay. we're not too far out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quarterly plus some a little bit, but yeah, you know, yeah. you need to get to that in there. Yeah. But, uh, but it's unique opportunity and that much work falls in your lap. It's hard to say no to it, especially if you're doing, you're running at the right margin for it. So. Yeah. I get that for sure. Yeah. So 10 million, you said in how many years? In 10 I years? wanted it to be 10 million in 10 years. In retail. And then, in retail. And then you figure any storm stuff that's just sprinkles on top. Is that what you look at? Icing on the cake. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, kind of last question. What, what, you know, you're going to, uh, you know, how many of these have you gone to? Have you gone to all of them even with Mike before? No. No. Uh, I've never been to a fall one. Okay. And I was only at, Before I bought it, I think it was only at one spring expo, okay. San Antonio. Okay, so not a lot, not a lot. No. So, well, this is exciting. I had to stay back and run the company while everybody else yeah, was here. Yeah, having fun. Yeah, I <laughs> know. But this will be great, though. A lot, a lot of good networking and opportunity. Um, so if you talk to someone this week or or someone that listens or watches this that maybe is a, a, a roofing, a new, roof, new roofer part of the, the family here, what advice might you have for him or her and how to... You know, if they're struggling to get their business moving in the right direction, any, any kind of thoughts? I'm a firm believer in leading by example mm -hmm. and don't expect the team to do something you're not willing to do. Right. Um, I, you know, get your numbers under control, yeah. figure out your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, know them. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're leading a team, you know, it's coach. Mm -hmm. Don't, 
you know, um, that was part of a mistake that I made when I first was like, okay, you guys do this, this, and this, and I didn't coach. Yeah. And so when I made that shift, the culture really started changing. Where did you, where did you, like, what, did you read something, talk to somebody that made you go, I need to really value those one-on-ones or? That developing winning managers class class that Zeller and put on. Is that right? It oh my happened. gosh. Yeah. Like, oh man, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. It was a total, it was a total, yeah, it was, it was a big shift sure. for me. Um, you know, and then talk to your coach every week. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to Mike every single week. Is that right? Even if we don't have much to talk about, I talk to him every week. Yeah. I, you know, get involved. Oh, I forgot to sign. That's oh, my that's phone. Okay. Um, get involved, you know, just really go all in on RSI and, yeah. you know, prioritize what you need. Numbers are first. Get yeah. your numbers right yeah, first. Yeah, so that's your background, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's right. It really is true. I mean, you got it. It's the people and the numbers. And then yeah. if you can figure out what the numbers are and get a good, a good team, everything else kind of sorts itself out. It so, does. That's great. Well, Penny, this was fun. I hope uh, I hope this wasn't too stressful. You did great. I know you're nervous. Oh, thanks. But this was enjoyable. I'm really excited to see how you guys are going to keep progressing over the years and excited that you're part of a certain path family. So thank you yeah. for being here. Well, I just know, um, I just want to say, I know I didn't, I didn't do it alone. Sure. I had a team, you know, we had God behind us the whole way. Mm-hmm. And so oh, it's exciting to, to see where the team can go next. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks. This is great. That's Penny Austad, owner of Crum Exteriors Kangaroo in New Richmond, Wisconsin. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. If so, please like, and subscribe on YouTube. Or on your favorite podcast player, please leave us a five-star review. The two seconds you take to leave a review will help other success-minded contractors like you find us and hopefully get a little bit better, which elevates the entire industry. And please join me for future episodes. This has been The Successful Contractor, powered by CertainPath. Support for this podcast comes from CertainPath Software. CertainPath Software is easy to implement in your business. It combines all the tools, systems, and features you need to run a profitable company of any size, from 500000 up to $200 million. CertainPath Software is designed to make every step intuitive so you and your team can focus on serving customers. Pricing, invoicing, options, materials, job photos, financing, and more are combined into a single, easy-to-use interface. When technology makes the lives of your team easier, you know they'll be focused on what they do best. Discover how certain pass field app streamlines the steps your technicians take on each call. Go to www.mycertainpath.com today to learn more. The Successful Contractor Podcast is part of the Certain Path family. Certain Path is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. We provide our members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager to help membership. For more information about Certain Path, visit mycertainpath.com. Mm-hmm.